Forgive everyone for everything, and you will offend the king. It's Rhyming Reason 598. Hey there, Tony here, and I'm going to give you the keys to self-empowerment today. Are you ready? That sounds good, doesn't it? Self-empowerment, give you the keys. You'll be out there driving yourself into self-empowerment. Yes, sir. What could be a better deal? And if you act now, but wait. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, these um, keys are found in these four words, okay? Forgive everyone for everything. Do that and you'll be a god. But... Forgive everyone for everything, and you won't be like God. Because just in case you've read the Bible and somehow you believe God forgives everyone, here's news that's hot off the analog and digital presses. God does not forgive everyone. You notice how sometimes in social media people want to emphasize words like I just did, and they'll put a period after each word. So just imagine that you're seeing this on social media and you see that period. God, period, does, period, not, period, forgive, period, everyone, period. He doesn't. And since he doesn't do that, it's a sure thing you shouldn't either. Mm-hmm. But according to more and more so-called ordained ministers, can you see the air quotes I'm putting up? Forgiveness is the be-all, end-all. I even saw an Amazon book description this past week about a book on forgiveness by one of those, I'll put quotes around again, ministers with that sort of nonsense. And here's what the author said, I guess in a description. Only forgiveness can liberate minds and hearts once held captive by anger, bitterness, resentment, and fear. Forgiveness is a true path to freedom that can renew faith, build trust, and nourish the soul. And I've got a couple of really good words for that. Bunk and balderdash. Okay, I love balderdash. People don't use balderdash enough anymore. Anyway, I wish that I could say that the author means well, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't know what that would truly require. And so you see, she, ordained minister, etc., etc. I'll leave that alone for now. But because true forgiveness, the kind that's found in the Bible, it requires, oh boy, here we go, repentance. And it's crucial to understand most people don't do that. They don't repent. And most don't ask God for his forgiveness. They don't even ask him for it. And so God doesn't forgive most people. They don't ask him for it. He doesn't give it to them. (laughs) Pretty simple, right? Sounds pretty solid to me. To the average Sunday-go-to-meeting Christian, that probably sounds like blasphemy. What? What are you saying? Get him out of this church right now. And you can hear the weeping and gnashing of teeth. And most of those people, those Sunday-go-to-meeting Christians, mm -hmm, would probably want to kick Jesus right out of their church if he dared to visit and speak his mind. What? Would he do that? Yeah, I think he would. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. When you decide you're going to forgive everyone for everything, you know what you do? You actually thumb your nose at God. 
I know that most people are not going to like hearing this. Most Christians are not going to like hearing this. I've listened for years to people I know on radio and different channels, social media and things like that. They talk about this and the people who who uh, they deal with have, you know, tried to call them on the carpet for it. And that's what I'm talking about. Christians will hear that God doesn't forgive everyone and they get mad at the person who says it. But when you decide that you're going to forgive everyone for everything, you truly are thumbing your nose at God. You're saying your view on the matter supersedes or it overrides his authority. And you're telling him how little you care, actually, about what his word says. Because you you just know better, right? You're nicer. You can do that if you want. And you can write best-selling books. It happens. You can be interviewed on Oprah. It happens. These people get interviewed on national TV shows, and they get to mingle. You might get to mingle with the literary elite if you write that kind of book. But I hope you'll be comfortable with how many people go to hell because of your lies. I hope you're comfortable with that. I personally couldn't be. If what I'm saying on this subject isn't so, then you should show me where I'm wrong. I need to know. But if I'm right about it, you should change your mind and leave false thoughts about forgiveness far behind. Working it out, they say they figured it out. You hear them blatantly shout. They don't need no savior. So full of pride, they say your life is inside. Don't need some prophet who died. And rose again to save the Grinding their axe for all their love and attacks. So don't you give them no facts. Because they're
does it for this episode of Rhyme and Reason. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know I'm kind of on a rant, you know, a couple of times here, but uh, there's a lot of stuff going on that need, I think, a little ranting on. And I probably will be doing some more of that. So if that's not your bag, not your thing, you don't like to listen to it, that's probably in the podcast for you. But I know some of you are um, awesome in your stand on this with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, remember, go to TonyFunderberg.com or just go down in the show notes of this uh, podcast, if depending on how you have yours delivered, and click on the link on TonyFunderberg.com. It's a merch tab. Click on that and get that T-shirt that says, Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.